Hello there, Dota nerds, and welcome to the Trent and Zayori podcast. Oh, there's Twitch chat covering Trent's face. We're off to a great start. Buddy, welcome, Ooh. welcome, welcome. Uh, it's been forever since one of these. I don't know how long. Uh, August 19th, but who's keeping track? Oh. Um, it's January 18th, 2022. Happy New Year, bud. Uh, it's been a while, and I don't know what spurred this. You sent me a message and asked how it was going, and I kind of responded, and I said, you just want a podcast, and we'll catch up there. And <laughs> you said, yeah, sure, that, ma- that makes sense. And uh, here we are. So uh, the clash I, of worlds, man. It's been a quarter. Your reaction. I was like, yo, we should call, like get a call going sometime. Like, I want to know what you've been up to. I haven't seen all this crazy shit you've been doing. You're like, we should just podcast. I'm like, content, <laughs> baby. Who wants to just yeah. talk as friends when we can make it content and you guys can come along for the ride? When you frame it like that, now I feel kind of bad. Yeah. I keep oh, telling everybody I, I don't have any friends left, and I think it's my own doing. That was a perfect opportunity to just have a nice friendly catch up and here you go. But uh, it is kind of how we do, you know, and uh, I do feel is, a little out of touch, man. It's hard to keep up with one game, let alone multiple games. And, you know, I kind of get the headlines. I tweet about Dota like once every couple months now. And now I just get made fun of by my audience for not talking about Axie. So how how the tables mm. have turned, bud. Uh, so what's going on? What's yeah. the latest? Um, God, I don't even know where to start. We certainly can't go over all the latest news pieces, but I guess no, the major no. being canceled is maybe uh, the is that the talk of the town still? How long ago did that drop? Like a week ago, uh, a week and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, like a week ago. It's like you know, everyone. It's still up in the air. Uh, I there's nothing definitive. I don't have any insider info that something's like definitely happening or anything. Uh, but okay, it's definitely looking like something's going to happen in terms of there will be. I mean, personally, I highly doubt it'll be in person, but that's not ruled out. Uh, it's probably going to be something online, though. I I was for the idea of doing the competing region, so like maybe an NASA tournament, a Europe Western Europe tournament, or Eastern and Western Europe, and then China Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do about the DPC points. That part I think is very hard to balance because like, how do you give the same amount of points to every region if it's all being played online? But at the very least, I'm hoping they just dish out the cash, right? Yeah, I the cash money. They both matter a lot. I think the cash is kind of the least you can do. And the cash is easy because it doesn't really matter that much. You know, at no. a certain point, it's just like a subsidy to help people survive, as as we've seen, especially in the like the tier two and below. But yeah, mm. I agree with the DPC points. I, I don't pretend to have any answers there. That's uh, Dude, I don't know what I would do. Like, because there's no winning that. What are you going to do? Be like, well... We decided that if we ran the simulation 50 yeah. times, <laughs> this is the percentage of the time that Europe came top four. So you get this yeah. many points. And, and you can't do just some like equal thing because there's still going to be other majors, right? It's different if you know that the whole circuit yes. is canceled and you have to make an adjustment. Uh, maybe you can start coming up with some sort of a system. But when it's just a one-off and the rest of your season's, in theory, going to continue as mm. planned, I guess that's the scary part. What happens if the second major gets canceled? fuck <laughs> then uh, you know you've got to make a decision that doesn't totally limit you if the worst case happens um but is also okay if the best case happens and this was the fluke and the rest of the season is going to be pretty good from an event perspective i don't know man um doesn't it seem like though that it's possible to do events like haven't there been major events in like a lot of different games now in a lot of different places and it's it's not easy or cheap but if the question is, uh, like, if you have billions of dollars, can you do a tournament with 50 or 75 players? I think it's it's yes, right? I don't think. Does anyone pull as many from as many places, though, as Dota? Maybe not. Now, what like, about Iceland? Didn't Iceland save League of Legends, dude? Maybe Iceland yeah, twice, could save Dota. I think. 
Yeah, I, I, think I heard it was expensive. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I heard they they're pulling from China again, right? Like they were supposed to have Worlds or whatever it is, I think, and then or some big tournament, and they had to move to Iceland, and they were gonna do it again, and now they just announced they're also moving it to Iceland again. Oh, okay, that sounds about right. I might have missed the second announcement in that that uh, that stream, uh, but dude, that's awesome. I love yeah, Iceland. Yeah. I know, I know you do. <laughs> you see that you're going there. Yeah, it's uh, well. Sorry, we'll, we'll go into Iceland after we finish on Dota. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you, you might you might be able to make a good case. I uh, I don't follow the other esports close enough to be able to make a definitive statement about that that kind of representation. But Dota is very global in that regard. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think doing it with a live audience is definitely hard. Again, possible in some countries or some states, I guess, but uh, probably still tricky. And I understand why it might be hard to find an organizer that would want to assume the risk to do an event like that. It being possible and then being executable yeah. within you know your parameters are two different things. So I totally get that part. I wouldn't want to run that event. No offense. No, I'd no be offense. out on that. There's uh, like no way. <laughs> There's way too many moving parts and like... This is a, yeah, you don't, you don't want that. Like, what are you going to do about like China? Like they got stuck back in Romania. COVID wasn't necessarily, I mean, COVID was bad in Romania then, but it wasn't like, you know, as transferable as Omicron is. And so like, do you think China is going to leave again? Oh yeah. That's a good question. Like like there's no way China, if like, if they wanted to have this major in person, I guarantee the Chinese teams would band together and be like, listen, you cancel this thing once already. If you're running this major, it's in China and we're not going. Because, like, they're going to yeah. get stuck wherever they go. Almost yeah. assuredly. <laughs> yeah. No, you make a good point. That's, uh, I don't have a good answer there. But, man, speaking of Romania, I, the one thing that I did listen to was the Cap and Joey podcast about him getting COVID and getting stuck in Romania. My God. That sounds terrible. That's, uh, yeah. that's miserable. A couple takeaways from that one. Glad I didn't get the J&J. Glad I didn't get my vaccine in December. It makes perfect sense. And it's just like, glad I didn't get COVID under those circumstances in Romania. I would have been scared shitless. I was listening to that podcast on a plane, just on the edge of my seat. Like, I I mean, I've spent a lot of time with Cap. I have been to events in Romania with Cap and partied Mm -hmm. with him and had stayed up all night and hung out. Like, he's a tough guy. Yeah, I feel like my mental image of him in the Romanian hotel room is exactly what it looked like. I can see him in the bathtub taking his temperature every 10 minutes i would be doing the exact same thing i'd be having anxiety attacks i gosh man that's it's uh pretty intense uh, yeah like you said yeah. cap is he's tough dude he's a fucking marine he doesn't fuck around <laughs> this guy's yeah, like when, when he's knocked out and he's like he's like it's covid guys <laughs> yeah oh uh, man that was anyway. so bad were you were you in romania yeah yeah i went oh yeah i did the whole uh, the whole thing, the whole shebang. When was, when was that? What was the date? That was TI. That was uh, October. It was in October. 17th. That's what it is. Okay. So, yeah. We haven't ended, talked ended. since TI, dude. So, we haven't uh, talked since August. Yeah. I did grand finals. So, you know. Really? So, with, with who? With, with Lyrical. We did. Uh, Owen has been asking to do a handoff for game two and game four. I think he tried last year, too. And this year, uh, he uh, he got the, the go ahead. So, Lyrical and I did game two and game four. So it was kind of and like then, that PGL event where you and I cast one game of the BO5 finals. One, one, one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That I guess was the worst. The, the two idea. and two makes more sense where you go back and forth. Yeah. 
I, I think that's cool. All right. Well, that's fun. Congrats. So how yeah. was it? Did you slay it? Was it just okay? What was the... Uh, our games were... One of our games was good. One of our games was pretty bad, but it was okay. good. It, it was good either way. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty slated. Wow. Uh, I did the... The day before, I felt like my cast wasn't that good, and I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be my last cast. It's kind of a bummer. It's like everyone else thought it was fine, but I thought I kind of screwed up some stuff. So then, yeah. I, then when I found out we were doing Grand Finals, I was like, nice, redemption time. So it was good. Wow. Yeah. No, that's solid, man. Congratulations. That's so cool. Yeah. Look, at, uh, look at you look guys. Look at me. Making yeah. it. Easy. Easy peasy. Mm. All I had to do was just not get COVID. Slammed yeah. it. Suck it, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, congrats, Warrior. I mean, that's uh, I, I've been traveling a lot, and you've got to take a lot of tests across the borders. And uh, I don't know if I'm just uh, a tank or what's going on, buddy. I can't tell if I've had it so many times that I'm just completely inoculated, or I've actually done a great job completely avoiding it. And I'm I'm <laughs> genuinely not sure because I've I've you know I, I've been to some parties. I've uh, I've been to a, a couple Your after parties. Blows my mind. You're uh, like I swear to God, every week you were like, oh, I'm in Iceland. I'm in Spain. You know, oh, back up. Oh, I'm in New York. I was like, holy shit, this guy is everywhere. Dude, we've got so much to catch up on. The, like, it, it feels so good to travel and not have to stress about events and be able to just go and, like, do normal work stuff, like scout venues and just have meetings with people. And now that I can work totally remotely, it's like I, I can go anywhere that I've got internet. So cafe yeah. in Lisbon, fuck yeah, dude, that's an eight-hour day right there. You just get loaded up on espressos, eat some pastries, and, you know, you're in there. Um, so... Yeah, there's no Animal. shortage of like, you know, crypto conferences and bullshit that people want us to speak at because, you know, Axie's, it's like I, I said before, I wasn't like looking to get into crypto, but Axie was like so well positioned and doing so much cool stuff. It's like, okay, you're like the one thing in crypto that I would consider committing to full time, you know? So um, it's cool <laughs> to fucking choice there, bud. Yeah, you see, <laughs> I, I met like a hundred and two thousand Twitter followers, dude. I was at like thirty thousand when I started. What eight months ago? It's it's crazy. It's it's bananas. It's actually kind of hard to wrap my head around. It's a lot of pressure, though, dude. Being on the developer yeah. side, I'm not gonna lie. I this is a weird thing to say. I feel like I understand Valve more than ever before. I feel like the child That's that yelled at the literally parent. what I thought <laughs> I was gonna ask you this podcast this is exactly the conversation dude, I wanted to have, dude. It's so real. It's like that whole no timelines and like the soon. Like I get it when you're kind of making stuff <laughs> that like no one's ever really made before. You kind of don't really. It's just like someone ref like made the analogy of a Tesla launch the other day, where it's like it, it's fucking ready when it's ready i don't know man we're like we're just doing this thing i don't i don't know i can't tell you i'm sorry and if that's a deal breaker then i'm i'm really sorry but this is what we're doing here it's um it's it's hard in that regard and just like little things have super big ripple effects like i don't know if you saw any of the the wind trading stuff but we had an issue with like there's like monetary rewards if you place uh, on the top thousand oh, I, yes, of our I season. Saw all that. Yes. Yeah, so that guy was like streaming yeah. himself win trading and he had done that before also where it's like he had all these cell phones and stuff and he was playing himself for free MMR. And uh yeah, that was intense, dude. When you get, have you been brigaded by Filipinos? They're uh they know they how were to ruthless. They were taking out Thebe and they were so it was like uh yeah, it, it looked like the equivalent of like PewDiePie fans or something where like <sighs> they're just like they get their blinders up, and anyone who doesn't like their guy is the enemy. And they were just yeah. littering his Twitter, man. 
Yeah, it was wild. It was, um, I mean, you, you know, it's like going to die down and stuff and you know that you're like kind of doing the, the, the right thing, but it it's intense, you know, like being yeah. kind of the person who's in charge of making that call and like, all right, what do we do? How do we punish this guy? Do we punish this guy? And it's even harder when people have like real money tied up in it and you're like, all right, let's ban his shit. Let's take his stuff. Like that's a, that's a tough call to make, even if you're yeah. in the, the moral right, so to speak. So Whew, I get why it's easier to just, you know, no comment on a lot of stuff because ugh, once you start getting involved, like people, you get it on all sides. <laughs> it's I, so good. <laughs> this is like the ultimate retribution for everything Valve ever did. <laughs> yeah. Everything we do, there's this full spectrum of like Where's you the get rule it book from now? all sides. Yeah, yeah, dude. Any change, it's like, oh my God, why do you hate... X, you know, why did you try to take my money? Look, you buffed this thing. Why did you just gift power to all these people? It's so, it's so intense. The balancing is pretty hard. But now that's the great thing about building everything where, uh, remember, eventually like this game in a couple of years is going to be a DAO where like it, the players are going to own it and they're going to operate a lot of it. So like, yeah. A lot of this shit, it's like, all right, well, how about we vote on it? What do you guys think we should do? How should we punish Taxton? What, you know, like, what would you oh, do? God. And you that's, that's going to uh, reveal how flawed democracy would actually be <laughs> if everyone got to vote. That'll be the real end game for, for NFT games. You know, that was one of the first questions I asked in like my interview. Like, well, what happens if we hand it off to the players and they just make all these really terrible decisions and just cash it all out that are all, you know, good in the short term and bad for the long term? It's like, well, it's on us to build a framework that incentivizes the opposite. It's like, all right, I'm in. But That's fuck, so dude, hard. we might miss that target. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, pretty interesting to think about um, what that actually looks like, you know, meaningful community ownership. Um, if we can get it right, it'd be amazing. But I agree. But hey, but I've hit some small targets in my life. All right. Axie's already hit a couple of small targets. Dude, we never thought this shit was going to happen. Seriously. Like we thought we'd have like 200,000 users by the end of this year or last year, rather. We're at like what, 2.5 million or something. It's, it's insanity. The, the it's, numbers are staggering. They like, yeah, the last, the last before today and the $67 billion deal, the last time I looked at numbers in gaming and went, what the fuck? It was looking at the Axie shit. <laughs> I was just like trying to wrap my head around those numbers. And I'm just like, I don't like seeing like the market cap or whatever, like the cumulative of just like how much people have spent on Axies is insane. Yeah. Well, and it's like, remember, we don't sell anything anymore. Like we sold the original mm. Axies, but now it's just players breeding them and then they sell them to each other. So that's the tricky part when yeah. you're not in a growth phase. There's like, you know, a the the axes keep breeding but there's not always new people to buy them so you have to like build uh you know some axie sinks you know send your axie on a journey and uh yeah you know, yeah i hear they're going journeying soon yeah dude they're gonna go on a, a nice little adventure we'll see what happens um you know a wagon ride yeah to the farm a couple shotgun shells oh no your axie didn't come back <laughs> Well, imagine getting a letter from your Axie. You know, he's out at like a war letter. You know, uh, sending yeah, a report never from, from, from the front lines. Yeah, you know, that's uh, I, I like that kind of storyline. <laughs> it's like the elves in Lord of the Rings. You put them on a boat. The boat goes to this place, and then the boat just fucking <laughs> never comes back. It's a one way. There's some island that just has all these crashed <laughs> boats on it. Well, trust me, they're happy. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah unlimited Axie food. Um, yeah, so perfect. yeah. It's, it's yeah, I can't crazy. imagine balancing that. 
Because every time there's an update, I'm just like, how do you do this? Like, what is the end goal of balance? You you actually have to try and balance things so precisely. And then when you start adding other games, what if this axe is good in this game and not good in the other game? Yeah, well, so that's that part is good. That's like that's the whole goal is you have more utility for the axes across these different yeah. games. But the hard part is like within just the battle mode. That's where you get the SLP tokens, the mm -hmm. potions, and that's like the the main earning mechanism. And in this moment where we haven't shipped much like new game content the token's been kind of low so people are really mad about it and that's why you probably saw 15 tweets that you were tagged in today <laughs> saying what's wrong with you you ruined my dreams with slp Dude, I, you're I a see murderer all your tweets constantly. <laughs> <laughs> they they fill me with joy. it's like i get up in the morning i drink my coffee i do my wordle <laughs> and then i just look to see people flaming xyorian i'm just like jesus christ that actually alone. makes me so happy to think that like <laughs> There's a, a Dota event somewhere where you guys in the green room like, hey, you guys want to see something funny? And you just pull up my most recent tweet and it's like, wow, that's a lot of engagement. And then you start reading it. It's just like, wow, that's really, man, these guys are aggressive. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's complicated. And th there's like a whole group of people where this is this is sad and funny at the same time. I got to be careful laughing too hard here. But true, um, true. There, there are people that have invested in SLP on technical analysis, thinking that it's like, a, a, a stock or like a governance token that has like a fixed supply and is sort of representative of you know the uh, sentiment of a company yes slp is a game token so like it's issued as people play the game as like if yeah. i beat you in the arena i get a couple of potions and that's like so what it gets created so it kind of scales with the player base and you know there's different ways you can like turn down the rewards or like the adventure mode gives out a lot of slp and that's like a, a big mm -hmm. place where it gets inflated and that kind of stuff um, but ultimately, it's not the kind of token that follows like the market trends or whatever. It's really Don't based buy on it alongside your Tesla. Yeah, it's you based know? on the gameplay trends. So if you're just looking at the market like, wow, this token's down 30% today. This must be a buy. There's nowhere to go but up. It's like, no, it's a, it's a game token. So it all depends on the economy of the game. <laughs> and if like, you know, imagine if the server, like there was a point last year where the growth was so much, the servers went down for like three weeks and it was like barely playable and it was like super laggy because we we're effectively getting DDoSed by our own users because we couldn't handle the demand. So we had to reallocate a bunch of people to, you know, scale the servers and write a bunch of code and all this stuff. Um, so like when that stuff happens, you know, it's like the, the price goes up because nobody can play the game. So the token's not being minted, but you know that that's not real, right? That's just some short term shit. So if you're just a random speculator, again, on technical analysis, some people got really hosed, like betting on slp not really understanding what it was so that now it makes a lot of sense yeah so now they'll tweet at us and say like this is unfair you just give it away for free to people who play the game and <laughs> i'm an investor and it's like well yeah but you <laughs> invested in something and like this uh, it's not designed for that man god damn it i'm i am empathetic of you know i was confused by some of those tweets that makes a lot of sense because I saw some people yeah. who were just like, clearly they'd never like even played Axie and they're yes. angry with the price. And so those are people uh, like they should have bought AXS tokens. That's really what I think they true. were like. That's yes. the sentiment of Axie. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a fixed amount. You know, most of them are locked up. It follows a very kind of clear tokenomic structure. SLP is like the Wild West of play and earn like gaming models. So it's uh, yeah, it's wild trying to handle all these players. No one else has done it at this scale yet. So uh, we're no. We're we're working on it, bud. You know, it's a it's a live experiment. It's it's a it's a big challenge, but I think like the next game the like the next version of the game becomes this big breeding event that uh 
you know, yeah. that, that drives the demand and then people have to break the new meta and all this stuff. And it'll be, I think that's what a lot of people are stockpiling for. We're in that weird point where people know it's coming, so they don't want to spend their resources to make axes now when they know they're going to want to make them for another purpose in like, you know, however long, soon. soon. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it's actually it's it's so hard to even just wrap my head around. Even I know, I know that was such an information dump. I feel so bad. There's a bunch no, of people no, whose eyes I know it all. Over. I know, it's I know, because <laughs> like I read it all. Like I, I've actually read a ton about Axie, and I, I follow it fairly closely. Especially for someone who doesn't play at all, it doesn't really have an interest in it. I just find it interesting because you're like running it, obviously. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a good time. Yeah, it is cool from like a technical point though. This like esports for everyone thing, where your username is like your wallet and bank account. So like, imagine the TI Open qualifiers, where after you win maybe the first or second round to prevent intentional throwing type stuff, you start accumulating a prize, and every round it goes up a little more. And at the end, you just get paid out whatever like prize money you earned because it's all yeah, it's blockchain, dude. You just push the payment button and it goes. Like it's it's there. That's pretty cool. Like, if you could pay 10% of the participants in something on the scale of like a TI open qualifier, that would be incredible. That'd be a crazy change. Yeah. And you guys are throwing a ton into uh, esports stuff too, right? Like the, uh, all the grants and everything. Yeah. Cause there's like a, there's a play to earn fund that when you look at like the AXS, uh, not all of it just gets sold in the ICO. That's only a part of it. So there's a fund mm. like for play, play and earn or play to earn that's just like there for in game rewards and tournaments and mm. stuff. And now that AXS is worth so much, it's worth like, I don't know, a billion dollars or something. So, yeah, we're, we're yeah, covered on prize like, pools. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well you know, it fluctuates, but uh, it's a shitload, so <laughs> it's it's pretty <laughs> solid. Uh, so yeah, this is the second grant. I think it's like seventy five hundred AXS right now. It's worth like seventy or seventy five bucks. So it's like five hundred grand, give or take, over like five yeah. months in prize pools and a little bit of expenses for third party tournaments. So it's it's pretty cool, one step at a time, trying to. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of inspiration from the Dota model, for sure, in terms of enabling third parties and allowing like those business models to exist where Valve subsidizes prize pools and then the like PGL owns some of that IP or like DreamHack. You know, it's like now hear okay. me out. What you do is you sell these esports events digital tickets and you let them put items on it, you see, for their axes. <laughs> and then you don't take them away. I had this really innovative idea for a thing I call <laughs> Axie TV. Now, let me... T- <laughs> I mean, it's like some of that stuff is just, it's amazingly innovative. I mean, Dota really was like a leader. I remember, I've said it so many times before, but like the Summit 1 happened because of that model where we could build, a, like back then you could have the compendium, you know, that digital yeah. compendium. And you could, like with the second one, we did the voting through it where you buy the compendium and then you vote for the team that you want to see for the redemption uh, and they were the last team invited. Like that kind of stuff was pretty cool and it drove a lot of money and made the tournament big enough that the teams actually gave a shit about it. And we took some of that for expenses to like cover the flights and the hotels and it made a big difference because then BTS, it's not like we had a big investor and we just showed up and we had an entire studio we had to kind of buy it in pieces so to do that event we had to buy a shitload of production gear as we went along so it was uh it was a huge investment like the company was all in on that stuff and it just wouldn't have been possible without that extra income i'm pretty sure that we still got paid out of that dota pit season three ticket when we did south america for them because that was a big chunk of change. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that one ticket probably funded their payment for that DPC and that land they did. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, God, that's something. 
it's crazy to think about how much money some of those early ones brought in. And Dota Pit was always very ahead of the curve with that. So if it was Dota Pit and DreamHack, they were the big two. And Dream 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 League, I think, were the ones that kind of like so and and Star Ladder, they are the ones that started getting us a little bit in hot water with like the big promises and the like kind of shaky deliveries. I think, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, go Dota Pit also was historically very lucky with patches. We would always, they would always True. get new patches. I don't know what it was. They were they like, they had someone on the inside or something. Yeah, dude. They got like, a pudge set in their thing. That was it was sold like, like Ice Frog had this, like, okay, this is the testing ground. It's just Dota Pit. And then that inadvertently makes Dota Pit this sick. Like, I think it's happened multiple times. I remember being on LAN at least at one really, the one where I was doing the one the, in the hotel. Yeah, yes. the hosting and the interviewing. And I was running back and forth. I remember that event vividly. That one was yep. really, really fun. That, that was I lost like, my luggage and Moon Meander made fun of my shirt on Twitter. Yeah. That was like That's what I remember. <laughs> that was that was peak how do you say it? Like fun time. Like I was thinking back to not like peak productive or peak career, but like Boston Major. That was peak Dude, fun. Peak. That was all, peak. I, I all we did was fuck around. You know, I mean I rewatched was... the Slack skit when he's Santa with the, everyone on his lap the other day on stream. Oh my god. Oh, is that still that on the internet? So good. Yeah, oh my somehow. God. I don't oh know why. God. How is how does he not get canceled? Is he uncancelable? Is that just like he's, a... un, he's untouchable? Wow. Slacks Slacks is too strong. I see. Yeah, now he's got the pity protection because Mr. Rue is uh, sailing off into that doggy sunset. That's true. He's, you know, he's had no. I, I even I reg- I almost hesitate to bring this up, but another one along those lines that came to my attention recently was the <laughs> the young sweet Hawaiian bit, which I still don't really get. <laughs> I, I don't. I still don't get. It's well, I yeah. Fresh I, clean boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, I don't know I. Slice's wife keeps texting me pictures of his baby and inviting me to come hang out with them, but then doesn't follow up with the details of of when to, to come baby. hang out. So, yes, it's it's a baby. Congratulations. <laughs> Will they have another? <laughs> well, I don't know. I bet it'll be cute, too. Yeah, probably. I, I hope that name works out. Teddy Rex. He went all in, dude. That, he did yeah. it. Every parent's dream. So, all right, I want to talk about Iceland a little bit too, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, hit me. Have you, you you've never been, huh? Because it's it's actually no. kind of close to you, relatively speaking. It is. It is relatively close to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's probably a cheap flight, I would guess. They probably stopped somewhere nearby. Oh, dude, promotional. They were so cheap. I remember when they first yeah. launched. It was insane. You could go for like a hundred bucks or something, but yeah. I was too young at the time. So I went in September and I loved it, but I couldn't really tell if I was just honeymooning because I hadn't really traveled. And the reason I booked it was because I was going to go to Sweden for TI. And when that got canceled, I was just like, all right, I'm going to book just something. And Iceland was the coolest thing on the list that you could still go to with like COVID times. So I went. It was awesome. Went for like two weeks. It was where I met Stu and, you know, I met uh, some some people there. And they told me, mm-hmm. if you think you like it, come back in the darkness. So I did. I was there from like December 20th to January oh, 15th. Well, it's true. It's like it's super that's dark and rainy. And they're just like, you know, if you like that's like the worst part of Iceland. Yeah. So if you come during then and you like it, then all right, maybe you do like it here. So I don't know. I thought it was still pretty badass. Dude, we on Christmas, we went to the north. We went to this town called Akureyri. It's this little mm-hmm. like it's the second biggest town and it has like 18,000 people. So it's it's got like th- their version of I don't I don't know it's like it's like the Northerners they're a little different and they're a little like 
One of them told me he wouldn't mind if all of the city students died or uh, a college students died. So I was like, okay, uh, that's intense. Yeah, I know that kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're very, yeah. They're, they, they can be fun, but they're just, you know, uh, the like the one guy, he asked me, he said, what do you think? You're American. What do you think about legalized marijuana? And I said, I, I like it. Do you do you like pot? And he said, I do like it, but your laws are fucked because the corporations own all the seeds. And I don't know much, but I know that a man should own his own seeds. And I was just kind of like, I just got here, man, but that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm Andrew. That's nice. Like that was the opener, you know? So um, pretty cool. It, it was fun, though. It was just my, myself, uh, my Icelandic friend, and then Stu, and we rented a, uh, like an Airbnb for uh, a week up there. And on Christmas, it was like we were just walking around the, the industrial park and checking out this small town, ate some meats. It was a great, relaxing Christmas. No presents, no garbage, just kicking back, eating, drinking, watching. Uh, we watched, uh, what's that, that good black and white, the best movie ever? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I'd never seen that before. I had never seen it either, and I watched like 30 minutes of it in between. I think the kids were napping or something. I saw I was on TV, and I was like, oh, damn, this is actually pretty good. Dude. I guess dude. I got to finish it, huh? Yeah. It's, it, it's a little slow, but it's actually insanely ahead of its time. I don't know much about the 40s, but it's, it's kind of about like bankers and this guy who's like a nice guy, yeah, and he like yeah. works he's in the financial industry, and his, the guy's like a total dick, and he gets beaten down, and then it's kind of like the original Scrooge, so the ghost comes and shows him what, his, what the world would be like if he didn't exist, and everybody's like way shittier and way meaner, and he sees like the, the micro like aggregate of the positive effect that he's had on everybody around him, and it like snaps him out of it and then he becomes nice again. And it's like, it, I don't know, man. I a usually more don't feel good. Yeah. I That's usually nice. don't like black and whites, but it's, it's really good. It almost feels contemporary. I really think it's ahead of its time. I, I've seen it as like listed as one of the best movies ever made on the like all time lists. And I never got it. Mm. I finally got it, dude. It just took me going to Iceland and looking at the snow, you know? <laughs> I just had to go to the Arctic Circle. I almost found Santa. He didn't show up, though. That's a <sighs> spoiler alert. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil it. No, it's uh, totally Dude, good. That's awesome. Yeah, Iceland is definitely on my, my list of places, you know, when things are more normal again. Yeah. When traveling feels fine. I mean, it's like I... Uh, it was like the I safest any... place to be for COVID. I flew in from yes. New York, yeah. and that was legit scary. Uh, the last day, I didn't leave my hotel. I was going to go meet up with somebody, and I didn't. I was like, this yeah. is COVID soup. It was nuts. Yeah. Like, uh, again, like, I don't really care. Like, I mean, if you're, like, vaccinated, boosted, I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to, like, yell at someone who's traveling right now. It just sucks because I have the kids who, like, can't get vaccinated yet. And, like, it may probably be yeah. fine if they got it. But at the same time, I can't, like basically just be ignorant and give my kids covid because i'd feel really shitty and then yeah. what if they did have some long-term effect or like what if we wind up with like long covid or something or the other thing is that there were like three women in my family pregnant uh over the past couple months so it's been like yeah. fairly stressful because there are complications there so yeah yeah totally Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it ended up being a good spot to be though, because it's like yeah. up there, there really isn't like it almost doesn't exist there. There's not a huge amount of in yeah. and out of the town, and yeah. it's like you know, pretty rural. Eighteen thousand ain't a lot. So um, yeah, we felt good. You know, we got to. So- it was kind of a cool place to be able to go socialize. And you're like a celebrity. People are like, "The fuck are you doing here?" They're like, "Ah, oh, you know, I just wanted to come come hang out." They're like, "Where you're fr- from? Colorado? You came you." They're just like mind blown. Here? But it's like, I don't know. It's 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 
It's where you go to find some real people. They're uh, pretty intense. They're uh, it's interesting. It was a lot of fun. I would totally do it yeah. again. They Christmas hard in Iceland, dude. We were in Reykjavik on Christmas Eve, and it it was really fun. It's like being in a fucking Dickens novel for real. There's carolers. There's people outside <laughs> selling like coffee and food. And, were there like, were there little children sliding on their dude, feet in the ice? Yes, yes, a hundred percent. And if it's it snowed, the, did Michael Caine go by? Dude, he might have. It's it's insane. The bars are open. Everyone's drinking holiday beers. There's people walking around with shots. It's like a whole. It's 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 amazing. They really embraced it. We went to the hot tub in the north in a blizzard it was like here we would oh, call that sick. a blizzard and we just went in the, the to the public pool it's what's wide open there's all the hot tub there's kids throwing snowballs at each other's then jumping in the hot tub it it was dude it was amazing Is that, i'm really glad it sounds like you had a very good they time. winter hard i really like it i uh i'm i'm enjoying it a lot i'm definitely gonna go back and uh i don't know i i'm i'm unsure if like Moving there is really strategic, but I think I'm going to continue going for these sprints and kind of see how it treats me. It's uh, I didn't have much luck on Tinder though. I did try to do some dating, and uh, it's they're very <laughs> Dude, apprehensive to meet be, foreigners. I thought you'd be like fucking gold there, because don't they have the apps to make sure you're not related? They do, but it's it's like uh, so I mean. Well, tourists have a bad rap. There's like two layers of the society. There's like the tourism layer and then the Icelandic layer. So if you don't speak Icelandic, like my friends can help me get by. But on Tinder, the ladies are not impressed when they're like, so you don't live here? They're like, all right, Shuby. Yeah, you're just trying to hook up. So it's like hard. To, you have to you have to break through the tourist layer. And that's uh, a little bit a little bit tricky. And COVID made it harder, too. That, that made people yeah. less interested. So uh, anyway. It was uh, it was all right. In the north, they, they kind of had this like at first uh, they didn't really know what to make of me. And then probably we went to somebody's birthday party. It was like in an attic where this guy he collected books. So it was an attic full of books. It was incredible, dude. It was, it was seriously, central. Dude, <laughs> it was. And so, so everyone's just, you know, we're listening to music, drinking beers. And maybe 45 minutes in, I made some kind of like self-deprecating joke about wearing dresses. And they all it killed. Everybody starts dying laughing. <laughs> And one of them was just like, why do you wear those clothes or something like that? And I, I basically said, I don't give a fuck what you guys think. I'd be wearing this regardless of if I were here alone or if you guys are here or not. And they were like, that's fucking awesome. We just assumed that you were, because you were American, you were just wearing that for attention. But now that I know that you don't care, that's fucking awesome, man. You're cool as hell. So like, there was like this weird moment where they... I think they thought so I was a like douchebag. It's like a bag. Disney movie where and you then, finally fit in. Yeah, they realized like, oh, okay, this guy's self-aware. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> wow. So I, you, I you like You put it. your hair and you were the hot girl all along. Yes. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I fit right the movie in yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's, it's just a cool – and I like that it's wired up. Like I, I used to think that we worked remote, man. But we don't. You're like – you're tethered to the studio. You're, you're stuck yeah. there. It's like you work from home. But you're not really remote, and now you're not I'm laptop remote. I'm actually your laptop remote. remote. Like yeah. I can, I buy a 4G hub when I'm over there, and then I just connect my laptop to it, and we chill under a waterfall, and you know, pop into a, a Zoom meeting. I mean, it's it's legit. It's happening, dude. It's real. It's the yeah. intersection of everything we've ever dreamed of. You're making it happen. Yeah. So how about you? Are you uh you feeling good? You still doing the old Dota grind? Is it treating you well? Is it the same old Ooh. game? Is it uh uh yeah, Dota's good. Not gonna lie. Dota's in a very good spot. I'm having a good time. Casting's yeah. going well. I uh I actually played a kinda... game today and yesterday and I won Did both you? Of them. Yes. 
I went wow, nectar on Spectre, you. and I went first Dipping item your meteor toes, hammer. Are you? I went first item meteor hammer, dude. How about Ooh, that? That's, that's old. No one's been doing that. That, that, that probably caught them off guard. Yeah. They were probably just like, what is this shit? They're like, Nobody oh, expected that's actually it. still good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I guess there's like a calibration thing. So, you know, your first calibration game, you're definitely not getting the best of the best. So go and meet your hammer specter is a perfect, perfect uh, starter. Yeah. Thought. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone's clamoring for a patch because we haven't, we still haven't had a patch since like before, like obviously we weren't going to get one before TI, but if you remember like TI got moved first from August to October mm. and then there's no patch during that time frame, And then... Okay. After October, there still wasn't a patch. So, like, we've, we've had letter patches, but we haven't had, like, a serious change to the game since, like, I don't even know, like, July or something insane? June? It's crazy. Hmm. That is, like, I it's guess actually that, getting insane. The recent Dota cadence, that is a pretty long time. Yeah. Like, wow. I, I thought that, like, I seriously thought TI was going to end, and they were going to slam down, like, the biggest patch ever. Because it had been so long, like with the big delays on TI, but I guess, you know, those delays are kind of because everything's in crisis, and so they still have to fix all the crisis, and in the end, they're, uh, the patch wasn't ready. I mean, to be fair, the battle pass is pretty good, like the Agnum's Labyrinth is a very big event, so I get how that took a lot of manpower. Do you have any idea of how many people away. play it? Like, what percentage of the player base is into the Agnum's thing? Uh, you get good rewards for the battle pass. So I would say most people are still like actively playing it. Oh, okay. Like fairly right. often. Yeah. It's, I, mean, I mean, I queue and I get a game instantly, like within a second. I think it's still pretty popular. I think if, if you like those kind of games, it is a pretty good, like, do you call it a Dota mini game? Is, is that the classification? I guess so. I don't know. It's, it's more really than a mini though. game now. Yeah. It's like yeah, a whole, it's almost yeah, its own game. really, really good. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun. I just play Void Spirit the whole time. Highly recommend. If you if you have to play it, just play Void Spirit. All his skills are good, and it makes you play Void Spirit. Because I've never played the hero before, but he's super slippery and hey, never dies. So now, it's fun. can I tell you, I did the thing that I used to make me so mad when I used to play Dota pubs all the time. I just hopped right into to ranked and didn't read anything. And there's a lady named Marcy, <laughs> and I just thought I don't know what hero I thought it was, but I just figured it was a cosmetic I didn't recognize. And she started flipping me around, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Is like, and then I clicked on it. I was like, and I first misread her name as Marley, and I was like, oh, Marley, this must be a new hero. And then I double clicked. I was like, I'm an idiot. It's Marcy. Oh my God. She's a real thing now. So I still don't really know what she does, but I was getting flipped around. I fed a few times as Spectre, having no idea that she could jump like three times or whatever. Oh, yeah. She's, she's she, a hero that you would definitely bop you good? when you don't read her shit. Yeah, yeah, she's busted. Okay. Yeah, that's she, the classic. She's still not in captain's mode, so they ah. haven't like tuned her down. Um, she is the sixth most picked hero in 7K plus games, and she has Whoa. a 55% win rate. Okay. So, and like she's not far behind. Like she's getting picked as much as Bane, and Bane is like the most broken five right now. So, okay. She real good. All she right. just punches people a lot and gets to jump around. You you pretty much described it perfectly. Do you, do you play her as a three normally? Is that her thing or? Uh, I think she's mostly down to like a uh, a three four or a five, but you can still play her as one. Okay. Honestly, um, yeah. the, her most popular is uh four. I think now uh, about like forty percent of people. Oh yeah, here we go. Forty percent people playing four, thirty percent playing five, and like thirty ish percent playing offlane. So okay, yeah, yeah the I... and the carry have fallen off hard. I have like um, I've had an itch to actually play some. I'm not gonna lie. What really triggered it on my last day in Iceland? Um, so 
another fun fact about Iceland. They're starting to support esports from a government perspective because uh, oh, they, yeah. they had a, an issue with youth alcoholism his, like historically over the last couple decades, and they, they helped make a significant dent by supporting youth sports, right? You keep kids occupied and they don't you know, drink moonshine. And that's a, a lot of it's like illegal alcohol, oh, yeah, and it can, yeah. you know, it's not Yeah, that's, not so that's a Canada problem too. Big yeah. Issue. So uh, because it was successful with sports, yeah, they want to try to copy it with esports. And there's been a guy that's been lobbying for a while and he got uh, he built this really beautiful dude. It's like the nicest land center I've ever seen. And it's got like a full production studio, 60 computers. It's got all these private rooms. It's got a restaurant and it's laid out like perfectly. So the the backdrop of the studio is like glass with a uh, uh, kind of etched logo over the, the land cafe. So it's really... It's pretty cool. And they have like, they're kind of doing the Denmark thing where they've got uh, counter strike leagues that kind of go down like to high school. I think there's like six divisions or something. So there's like competitive counter strike, like there is youth football, essentially. And the guy does like summer camp kind of style classes where he Damn. teaches kids to be good sports and like, you know, all this other. It's like without the you know, CTE discipline training. Yeah, it's dude, it's super cool. It's like really neat. So just like getting that tour, like they, they gave and there I, I got to drink a beer while I walked around. They have like delivery, you know, you scan the QR code and they bring you your food and drinks while you're gaming. It's uh, it's pretty top tier shit. That made me want to play some games. And I realized like that that Christmas to New Year's week was supposed to be my like off week where I wasn't going to do anything and totally relax and reset. And that was when the wind trading thing happened. And that was like 100% my department to deal with. So that was super stressful. And then that fire in Colorado happened. I thought my house was going to fucking burn down. I think the old Moonduck house did fucking burn down. Hey, that sure shit it did. Was I saw crazy. like the maps of where it was and I was like, I know that street. I was like, look at this stuff. And I'm like, that's insane. Dude. Carlo called me just like, where are you? I said, I'm in fucking Iceland. What's up? We were watching Don't Look. We were 20 minutes into Don't Look Up when he called me and said, yeah, there's a fire. You need to turn on the news. And we turned on a stream of the local news. And I was oh I, God, I was also blasted out of my mind. So I was just like, this is what is happening right now? Is this real? Where are we? So like, it was not the week off that I hoped it would be. And I didn't even bring my switch. I brought a bunch of books and stuff, and I realized I was having trouble like actually checking out. I was having that like always on thing, and uh, when I got home, I I want to play some like Poe and like I played a little WoW and that wasn't doing it for me. So I was like, you know, let's let's play some Dota. It's either gonna make me so mad that it'll distract <laughs> me from real life, or it'll be so fun that it'll distract me. Either way, this is the drug I seek. So you know, I played a game yesterday. I played a game today on my lunch break, and. Damn, it, was, dude. it was all right. I, you know, when they you win two games, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's there is something. It is actually really fun to play Dota when you don't care. When you really yep. don't care at all, that's when it's always the best. And that uh, kind of like I'm truly just gonna play one game, and that's that's it. And then you win. You're like, all right, that was like not totally unfun. I, uh, you know, and especially when like as you said, things actually haven't changed. There hasn't been a patch since yeah. I last played. So. Just like my second game, I played Underlord. He's still Underlord. I went Atos first, rules. <laughs> and I still smashed a PL because you know he couldn't do his little jump when you see so you pit, and then you Atos, and then he gets stuck in the pit again. Then what's he gonna do? I dude, it's genius. I know that <laughs> cocky shit walks up. I just Atos him, smack him, and he's dead. That oh, was great. I'll uh, I'll ping you if they uh, buff Dazzle. I don't know. He seems pretty good still. He's just not getting he played. Fine. He uh. Dude, somebody picked him. I got recognized in the first game I played, and somebody picked him on my team, and I played Spectre and my Dazzle. It's great with Spectre. You just go hard, and 
you get graved and then dispersion just yeah i love that shard yeah the dazzle one or the the dazzle one the dazzle one where it hexes everyone who you hit with your shadow yeah yeah yeah. that one's actually so insane why does that exist i i I don't know know. it makes me want to play some dazzle like how long have we had shards half of them i look at and i still just go like i can't believe this is a thing like why yeah and some of them are still so broken and some of them are so bad what what was (laughs) tinker kept giving me this shield what was that all about where, where does that come from? Oh, were you gone after Tinker got reworked? I don't know. I probably wasn't oh, paying Jesus. attention. They uh, Tinker now has defense matrix as one of his basic abilities, and he also has another basic ability that just uh, gives him boots of travel uh, called Keen Conveyance. It's, he, he just uh, has it's something those? else. So I, I thought uh, he like yeah. had consumed a shard or something because he had all these extra abilities. Oh, yeah, I yeah, was yeah, so yeah. confused. But he didn't you, have uh, a shard. He just... He has extra abilities now. That's a uh, thing. Yeah, we're yeah. just we're just giving he- like giving heroes six skills. Yeah, you get March of Madness, uh, March of Madness, March of the Machines from the Shard now. So he doesn't have to buy boots of travel anymore. Correct. Yeah, he like doesn't buy them. It's pretty what? weird. Is he is he yeah. good? Uh, he is considered a one of the most annoying and best heroes in pubs. But he is not picked in pros. He was on my team earlier, and he felt good. I just atos mm-hmm. people, and then he blasted them, and he gave me. So he just gives me defense matrix. That's why. That's stupid. That's dumb. Yeah, Come I on. don't know. Come He's, on. Uh, yeah. So people traveling was like an off laner that was like an omni knight style where you would just like jump on people and shield them. Yeah, get the. And it was fuck pretty broken. It was good. Uh, and then, uh, but then everyone's like, "Oh wait, old Tinker is just the most broken way because the laser became AOE, and it's that stupid AOE pure damage that so you can farm ancients with it. So what people do is you stack the ancients to like five or six, you smoke so they don't move when you laser them, and they just stand in a circle. And you laser them to death. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> it's that's so like the stupid. that's like the new Necrophos. Uh, it literally like, is. That's yeah. That's so dumb. That's so cheesy. And how yeah. how often does the laser bounce? Is it just three times, or does it? Uh, you have to have the agonims for the bounce still, uh, and it's I don't know what the, the yeah. But if you don't have to buy bots, then oh man, poor you. You have to, so he has to buy some items. Okay, gotcha. What you have to buy blink eggs and a soul ring or something? Oh yeah, it's only one bounce with the eggs. Yeah. Oh okay, but still, so nothing too crazy. Wow. Oh yeah, it's pretty what? comical. How tuned. That's uh, everyone still hates them, you know. So most things are still the same in Dota, to be fair. <laughs> wow. So I have I haven't missed much, I guess. <laughs> no, there'll be a there'll be a big patch soon-ish. Uh, whenever this uh, major replacement events happens, after that we'll get the big patch. Surely. How, how's uh, how's the talent work? Weren't the, there were a bunch of new talent uh, in this DPC cycle, right? Am I crazy? Aren't there some people uh, covering D2 that weren't covering DPC stuff? Oh, before? yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> oh, probably. Those peasants. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say there's like, any new names, but people are passing <laughs> that, like, because I, I, I don't know. I guess I would be someone who knows most of the tier two scene, I would guess. So, like, there's not a lot of surprises to me. I didn't, I didn't recognize a couple of the names when I saw it announced. I was surprised. I, uh, mm-hmm. somebody like linked it in, uh, in, in my Discord, I think. Um, and I mostly just talk to T Panda. He's my main main guy uh, on the on the sidelines. He's been doing the grind. He's been on like 
He has. He's, I don't he's know. in a lot of regions. Yeah, I don't know how these fuckers do like three regions, dude. I'm, I'm like an all-in kind of gal, all right? I want to do one region. I want to do the whole fucking thing. Right? I want to host every single game because then I remember it, and then at the end, I can make these sweeping statements. I hate watching replays, man. I'm not a VODs guy. I can't go back and watch the VOD and pretend it's like the real thing, all right? I got to watch it live, and then it sticks. I know myself. That's fair. And I know yeah. if I watch... 20% of three regions. I'm going to come in like a deer in the headlights like, hey, who are these teams? This isn't Viking GG. And it's just, it's not good. I can't keep it all straight. I, I got to keep my marbles in one bag and then I just put both hands in the same bag. That's yeah, my and then they style. talk about one game and they're like, and you're like, oh yeah, I didn't know they did that. They're like, you cast that game. And you're like, oh, well, I don't know. I've been, <laughs> I've been all over the place. You're like, it just blends. Yeah, I, I like to be able to, to dive in and feel the identity of a region. So uh, yeah, hats off. I, I like T-Panda. I think that, that guy's a straight shooter for upper management right there. Yeah, he does. He, he's got uh, the chops. SA and Eastern Europe, just like I'm doing. So I, I usually catch him doing like the, the Division 2 before mine. I'll be like waiting to see when his games are over. Dude, I think he's like 6'7 also. He's really tall. Freaks me a out. Of, a lot of tall lads up there. In, in my head, I don't. I picture him <laughs> as this small, wiry guy, and that's completely wrong. He's like this big, I gotta. I can't wait to go to Finland and hang out with him. I'm sure you will. Dude, we're going to... You'll, yeah. you'll be up there soon enough again already, I'm sure. Dude. I'm I'm preparing myself. They're they're Doctor T Panda. They're too intense with the saunas, but uh, I'm I'm. They really try. are. Yeah. yeah, I'll pass on that. Um, I, well, I would pass out in there to be more accurate, I suppose. I know my limits. I'm not. It's just like how I ski. I'm not trying to impress anybody. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we did that that one time. That was good. That I is, made the yeah. most of my trip to Denver. I would Seriously. love to do that again sometime. It's totally true. And you know, uh, the Bear Coats, the first round just came in. The Polars got the first no. round of the Polars got shipped out. Yeah, the supply chain shit's been been all jacked up, but the Bears are uh the Bears are reality. The the Bears That's are tight. super real. So uh I, yeah. I want to see Carlo grinding, hitting the slopes. Yeah, the Instagram's pretty good. I'm excited. Uh what the fuck? See, this is the Axie shit. Uh, Trent, somebody just wow. donated fifty su- or gifted fifty subs, rather. Yeah, that is uh, that is Axie stuff. Holy Thanks, moly, Axie player one. That's so <laughs> generous. Very nice. Well, congratulations, Trent. You probably just got a sub. <laughs> you know, I think I dodged it. Don't worry. It's okay. That's I'm not good. an Axie player, so I didn't Congrats. deserve it. It's it's all right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't stream as much as I I used to. I. Uh, yeah, I, I was doing this series like Axie Tuesday. It's just like an interview series. I saw that, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Today's Tuesday. No wonder yeah. they're here. Well, it's like Thanks, a... Thanks, Axie player. Yeah, and I'm going to be on Axie Chat in like, you know, half an hour as well. So that's why that was the whole idea of Axie Tuesday. I was like, oh, this can be Axie Content Day because this is when our main podcast is. And then that podcast set up this like Axie content block where they have a lead in before the podcast and a content like piece afterwards, like a streamer. So yeah. I, I tried to do something in the morning to hit the Europeans and uh, I was like, I don't know, the last event I was at with one of my bosses, he was like, why don't you just do that content on the Axie channel? It's like, well, you know, I was just trying to get proof of concept and make sure it didn't suck. He's like, yeah, but now that it doesn't suck, it's kind of weird that you do it on your channel instead of the company one. I'm like, all right, boss, you got it. <laughs> so, fair, uh, fair point, fair point. Yeah, in the process of like, you know, dressing it up and like getting the overlays made and stuff. And it's, you know, it's cool to have those kind of resources like, yeah, dude, whatever you need, just fucking hire the artist, just giddy up. You know, that's that's pretty fun. It's uh, I've spent so much of my esports career bootstrapping, dude. Um, you know, speaking of best events ever, think let, let's let's for real. 
what event, uh-huh. what Moonduck event is your number one? Let's let's do two things here. We'll go Ooh. number one Moonduck and then number one, number one all time you and I together and then number uh-huh. one just all time, all time, all time, like Dota talent related. So Moonduck first. Moonduck first. What's your number one Moonduck event? The probably the hub that we did at the moonduck house i remember that was just really funny like i just the, remember that hub was fucking great that very first one it was like one. the kiev wasn't it like the kiev major or something it was some random major it wasn't a ti qualifier i don't think it was one where we were I competing right. with bts and someone else or something and it was just weird it was just a good time. I just remember it was a funny event. I don't, I don't know what in particular, but I just remember there being a lot of funny moments. Maybe that is was this, the one where we had all the, the moments of like the dinosaur and shit. So this is, is the, the Kiev major qualifier hub by Moonduck. That's the one with Blake Martinez and Brax. And is that the one where the shit happened with me, you, and Sunspan and the dinosaurs? Or was that I'm, the TI hub? No, I'm pretty sure that's the that's the one. This I think, is the one Sevi was there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. This is the event. Yeah, that, that was my favorite one. So I think we did two hubs. One of them had Nahas. The other one didn't. This is the one without yeah. Nahas. Because Nahas was there for a TI qualifiers, I think. But either way, that was a good one. I don't know. I feel like that was a great time. And then... Wow. That or Midas Mode is also hard to... Uh, See, I was, both really good. That was going to be my answer. I think Midas Mode won. And even yeah. though, like, my specific role in that event, like, I remember it pretty vividly for how terrible and mad I was for most of it. <laughs> but that's part of what made it so amazing of just, like, yeah. this wild, self-produced, like... Wait, wasn't that the one where you were going down and you would just play Spotify in your rage? That was the... No, 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 no. I, I was playing that auto-battler mobile game, Lineage 2. <laughs> It had launched like two days before Midas Mode started, and it was like one of those pay-to-win mobile games. And I just put fifty bucks into it and was just sm- my character was slaying hard, dude. I let out all my rage on that pay-to-win mobile game. So the reason that was so I was so aggravated is because that was when Midas Mode One and Captain's Draft Four were in like the same quarter. So we did Midas Mode on on Thanksgiving. And then we did Captain's yeah, Draft like a, right. a few days after New Year's. So that was insane. And like at the time, I thought Moonduck was going to fail. And I thought we were going to lose like $300,000 on those events combined. And I was afraid that I was like Suns fan wasn't going to pay for the debt. And I was like, I was I was regretting all my life decisions at that point. I really thought it was all going to come crumbling down. We didn't sell any sponsors for Captain's Draft 4. We sold Red Bull for 50 grand. And that was it. There was, not, there was nothing. There, like, that was such a crazy all-in time for us. And with Midas Mode, it was just me and Slacks working on it. And we did sell a lot of sponsors. But his, his vision to produce it was that we, would, we didn't have a dedicated producer. We would just rotate who does production because, and I quote, everyone there has done a stream at home. So it's basically the same thing, <laughs> right? And I tried to explain to him how that just doesn't work. And like for an event like that, you need quality control. And uh, yeah, it. I had to really bully my way into being like, dude, I, I have to, I don't want to do this, but somebody has to do this. And now we don't have a person to do this. And I built it. on the so production like, pants. Well, yeah. And it's like, the I production built the tights setup. as it was. Remember, we built the setup in my living room. So it was one of those things where we really needed to either loop somebody in. It wasn't easy to hand off. It was. Um, I slept on your floor. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. That so, was and Mr. Rue ate my retainer. Event. Yeah, my bite plane thing. That was yep. Yes, yeah, um, that was good. 
And yeah, that, that's definitely the one that I remember the best. Of. We had some the, great bonding moments too with Brax and we did. Mott and oh man, it was good. And, and it was great that it was Thanksgiving. You would just rant while we fell asleep to the Office, or it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, yes, it was good. It was a good time, dude. <laughs> and Slax's mom made us um, uh, Thanksgiving, and like I don't know, just like when I go back and watch the content in that, it is legitimately funny. Like Shane as well. Oh, that was dude. like peak Shane. All peak those Shane, uh, peak Mott. Yeah, like it, that, like, yeah, exactly. Mott was on like another level. Like, some of that shit was just so funny. Like, the mustache and the zooms. Like, the, dude, the production was <laughs> the, perfectly the first shitty. Fall break. Yes, dude. <laughs> With PPD. <laughs> dude, dude, seriously, the, the PPD vape break is still like, I, it, I hold my sides when I watch that. It's truly hysterical. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to link it. I think if you Google Moonduck vape break, it pops up. It's still like on I'm YouTube. Sure, it does. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. Oh man, there were that I, was good. Yeah, I, so I I think that's to me that was peak. Like that that sponsorship was too. And like remember how that story ended, right? That the alien piss vape man. juice. They got yep. su- the the stream was so popular that somebody that worked for Skittles was watching and saw that one of their products said on it "Taste the Rainbow," which is which, the copyrighted Skittles like, like slogan. <laughs> So and they, it's like so copyrighted. Yeah, like all the slogans. So man. they filed a takedown, and then yeah, I think Alien Piss uh, might have went out of business or like rebranded or something. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, they didn't have high hopes when they started as Alien Piss. To be fair, holy oh shit, God. dude! I just found like, do you remember like Kotaku wrote an article about us? Midas Mode turns Dota Two tournament into a game show. All these clips are not available because they got taken down by the DMCA. Because <laughs> we, oh yeah, I did back then. It was the Wild West, dude. We were just playing music. All the vape breaks had uh, copyrighted music in them. A lot of them did, at least. That one, the gas, gas, gas. I put your foot yeah, on yeah, the, the gas. Anime gas, music. gas <laughs> <laughs> that shit was like, uh, yeah, copyrighted to all hell, but really hysterical. And the uh, the game mode completely broke when they all started randoming. Good yeah. times. Oh god. The yeah. tournament that we did that I will that also makes me laugh was when it was uh when we did the fucking podcast in Silvio's office. <laughs> or like <laughs> What are you guys doing? Uh podcast? Okay. That <laughs> was so lost. good. I never felt more at home in that moment. And we were like, Are we being too loud? He said, No, but we are leaving. Like, all right, yeah. see you later, Silvio. <laughs> we'll be burning it down in your office. And um, then we opened was that a major? It was. Is the PGL major, right? I think that might have been actually the mine, the Bucharest minor. Oh, is that what it was? It was a minor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It was Bucharest minor. Uh, and you, you mean and I and Red Eye opened the fucking show. Uh, and I just remember we were just like, all right. I remember him being like visibly nervous about it. And then afterwards being like almost like in, in a like that very backhanded compliment kind yes, of way. Exactly. Elated yes, at how went it, well say. it went. Just like, guys, that was surprisingly good. I really thought you were going to fuck it up. Like, yeah, thanks, man. He was like, wow, that was a really good open. And we're just like, yeah, yeah, we kind of know what we're doing here. But why do you think they put this together? Yeah, that was really funny. And that was a weird... That that was a fun event, but a weird one. Um, I think I think mine for the two of us is probably the super major, and not because that was the best performance. Yeah, that was, and that's that's part of what made it the most memorable. And the the way I kind of got stiff armed out of TI that year was very memorable. <laughs> that was- 
Yeah. And like also like as as brutal as that was, I'm actually pretty thankful for it. That was like the most honest and upfront valve communication has ever been with me. And I, I really do respect that, even though it was not the answer I was looking for. It was just the the timing of it and like the moment seemed was, very like, wow. It okay. was savage. Well, I don't really want my breakfast anymore. <laughs> um, but still, I um I'm mostly grateful for that in, in hindsight. But that one cast, whatever, was it our last cast or that lower bracket final? I remember it because it was twofold. After we were done, it was when that one that ended and I like, talked for like three minutes straight. And it was just one big string of play-by-play. And after we threw it, yes. you started punching my arm. And I remember thinking, yeah. what's wrong? He never punches my arm. There must be some sort of emergency. And I remember being <laughs> in such a daze from like being that into it. I was like, I didn't even know what happened. And you were like... That was insane. You just fucking, you were almost like at a loss for words. And then it was like kind of starting to kick in and we grabbed our stuff. And as I was like turning the corner, Shiver had just finished the panel and she walked by with her notebook and she was just like, dude, I never say this, but that was fucking like, you just, that was the best shit I've ever heard you do. And I've been listening to your garbage for a long time. It's like, (laughs) whoa, that's like, like, it was like such a crazy, intense, like genuine compliment. And especially when you're all like, there's always that adrenaline rush right after you come off camera and stuff. So it's just like uh, that was such a surreal moment where and the reason it was so memorable is because Eternal Envy said to me once, it was like that bonding moment I had with him after the summit too, when he hung back in the blog boys era and he wrote that blog and he let me proofread it before he posted it. And we played a pub together and he carried me and we won in 18 minutes. That that was like a really real bonding moment that I had with him. And one of the things he said to me was that, the best Dota that you play are the moments when you completely lose yourself in the game and you don't hear the crowd, you don't hear anything, you forget that you're even there, you're just like in the game and you're not thinking about what do I need to do next, you just know what you're doing and you're just feeling it, you know, like you, yeah. you, you kind of like almost reach this nirvana of game state and that's, I think that's expressive of his like, you know, motif of like when the games go to that, like, all right, it's been 90 minutes. Shit's fucking crazy. This guy's buying a blink dagger. I don't know what's happening. You know, like he loves that chaotic state because it gets him into that Zen moment where he's like, nobody can think about what's happening anymore. We all just have to be fucking present and react to what's happening now to this crazy, unprecedented, chaotic shit. And that's what that game was. Like, I didn't. Like he said that, and it's like, yeah, I kind of cool, man. I hear you. That's that's neat. And then you have that experience, and you're like, fuck, Eternal Envy is some sort of a visionary, man. This guy gets it. He he sees it on that level. So anyway, I digress, man. That that was yeah, like, no, no, that was sick. That, that was, was true. Yeah, I, I remember that vividly. I can remember that exact room we were sitting in and shit too. Yeah, that was the one where he made Reddit, where it was like, meanwhile at the Hawaiian Major, because I was wearing that flower shirt, and I think you had the flower tie. Do you remember that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it must then, have been it must have been Virtus Pro versus Optic maybe I'm trying to find what game it was I don't even know I can't find it it was definitely lower bracket but it was good oh man that was good yeah it must I think it was elimination because I think that was a big part um but it was good I yeah I remember that I because it, it must have been late it was definitely late in the tournament and I just remember it was like an insane cast it was so good all right, I think oh, I, was good. I think I found good the Reddit 20. thread with the picture. Yeah, that was uh, the the China major. I think that's the, that was the same as the super major, right? It was when we were yeah, in, yeah China do super major. Yeah, oops. the the prep Bottom for link. Ti. Oh my god! All right, uh, God, is it a quality photo? Are we looking good? We are. We're looking something. That's for <laughs> sure. You're you're making a a great face. 
That's a good one. That's a classic right there. Let me see. Do I have a, a screen where I can show it real quick? <laughs> Mahalo. You're the top comment in the thread. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your top comment is just Mahalo. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'm trying to find a screen cap here. Oh, here it is. Okay. There you go, folks. That's what no, I used to look You put Mahalo like. and I put surfs up. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Four years ago, the real Zayori, Mahalo. Don't let people tell you how to live your life. You wear that shirt with pride. Zayori looks like he's on a singles cruise and Trent looks like a bank manager. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> surfs up. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. Wow. Oh, man. Back in the day, that is a that's a pretty good shirt. That's a you know, eh, it's pre- I'm I'm guessing you still have it. Probably, yeah. I think it all does those, not look like a shirt you would get rid of. Yeah, I still have all those clothes. I think they're in a closet in the house that Carlo lives in. So I I don't it, yeah I don't want to get rid of them, but I don't really wear those kind of shirts anymore. I've moved no, on. No, I to suppose a not. Look. Huh? Yeah, you found it. You're all good now. So what's your number one all time? I don't know. That might be our shared moment. Might also be my number one all time. Um, That's hmm. definitely our, my number one all time casting moment for sure for us. Not, wow. not even close. Like, is there anything even close to that? No, I don't think so. I mean, I mean we had like good cast other ways. We've had uh, some good places. Pa- so, We've had some like, good. That was like peak. And, yeah, that I, was like you know. That was like you could have been invited to TI. That was like they already made the invite to TI. They yeah. saw that it was like, oh, okay. fuck. So my, my most proud <laughs> moment, and not directly with, although it is also with you, so it is also us, just like overall, is the Captain's Draft 4 fill panel. I knew I, you were going to say that. Dude, I still reference that. That thing is like, it is the talking point. It is such a good, like, I, it, it's such a good proof of concept of everything we believed in with Moonduck, like the founding thesis yep. of Moonduck of like low overhead, remote shit, content is king, let's go where other people won't go, let's actually be edgy, let's fucking do this thing. Grassroots, arr, 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 on three. And um, <laughs> that is, especially because, again, seeing the setup behind the scenes, I remember so vividly how tired Slacks was and that he was sleeping at a table with his head down and somebody just poked him on the head with the microphone and said, you got to get out there. It's the fill panel. And then like we just went out and he just, he just, he did it. It's like the magic happened. The that was, that was pure magic. That shit was just unscripted amazing true god in hindsight that could have went so poorly yeah and jack being on the panel too of all the times to have jack like roped into something it makes me laugh so hard to see him like all dressed up as a fucking founding father as well was it i made that crack about how i used to laugh how i thought slacks are the biggest idiot ever and then he went to mike now you work for me now bitch (laughs) (laughs) that was actually you're right I, I need to rewatch that. There are some 10 out of 10 gold moments in there. <laughs> now you work for me, bitch. <laughs> now you work for me, bitch. I was like, oh my God, slacks, please. Yeah, God. Yeah, the, tr- the trophy when I, I ripped up the, the paper and throwing the confetti on Puppy. That's a good one, too. Yeah, your face in the background there is it's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's amazing that secret was there uh, i wish we had recorded some of the panels too i remember carlo moderating oh, panels yeah. and taking questions for puppy that was fantastic that was uh 
Oh my god, it was so cold. It was so cold. Sorry. It really was. It really it was. was. I think we, we never would have got teams back to another major after that anyway. So it's probably yeah. for the best. Although for real, for real, I should probably say that my all time was ca- actually casting Ti because this is this is actually a good Zayori trivia fact because most people True. think like I've cast a lot of Ti's. I've actually only ever been invited to one Ti. I've attended six of them, but I've only mm-hmm. actually been paid by Valve to be there as a as a paid hired commentator once, and that was Ti five. I went to yeah. Ti four. I went to the last TI that Ice Frog did send out the invite, so I did get personally invited by Ice Frog on Skype. That's it. And yeah, I cast just the group stage, and that was the one where they didn't invite Dakota, and then they they did invite him at the last second after there was some public outcry, and then him and I shared a caster slot. So everyone else did group stage game, or yeah, the, the early games, and Dakota and I each did half as much as everyone else. So they clearly were like, ah, fuck. They, we should have invited Dakota instead of this guy. But we already invited him. So ah, he did we'll cut his cut hair. His so, all right. Yeah, we'll cut his he games just like he cut his, his hair. hair. <laughs> he did? No, see, I, oh, no, I hadn't yet. <laughs> fuck. Oh, geez. They were trying to give me the old snip snip clues. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I should say TI, but it was like. I had more fun at TI's years where I wasn't working, like where Betway paid me to like go do interviews and stuff. Like I don't know, I uh, I don't know. That TI was was we. I was like bittersweet, you know. It's like weird when it was just very clear, like fuck, and you're just sitting. The the cool thing I did get to cast on the noob stream with Purge on Secrets Elimination game. So I did get to cast a game from the main floor of TI in the stadium, not with my voice over the speakers, but like in that environment where people are going apeshit. That was cool. I remember just screaming into the microphone like, Secret is eliminated! And just like freaking out because the energy was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. So that was cool. Maybe that is maybe my true number one. Because like good, that yeah. that filled yeah. like key arena venue and that and like TI five was the second key arena I think TI four was the first one so yep. it, and yep. like that place jam packed and everybody like dude it, that was that was electric that was some serious esports energy shit right there. Well, you know, post COVID, we'll and uh, when they have it back at Seattle, I have to go. <sighs> Fuck, dude, you'll yeah. have to go. You'll I know you'll go. I would like to. I mean, now I, I can always say that I'm doing research for uh, events, you know, at TI. I mean, this is like a, the... Hey, uh, there's investors at TI, baby. It's true, actually. T, t, for esports networking, TI is like super legit. And dude, yeah. we're, we're talking to orgs that you would... Rec- like, you know, not everybody in Dota likes crypto or NFTs, but some some people do. And some people are not, oh, yeah. not loud about it, but they are definitely like sold. Well, I've seen some interest a, from Team Secret. A high, dude, I'm, I'm going to be on a podcast with the CEO of Team Secret t- in two days talking about NFT gaming. And it's yeah. like a, a thing with Uniswap. I, it's probably been announced on I've social media I've seen them dipping their, their fingers in there. Yeah. So like a lot of teams have crypto sponsors. So it, it's act, you're, you're not wrong at all. Like I think TI is yep. absolutely uh, a super smart idea and i would love to go i and now that i have an excuse to travel i uh it's it's pretty cool man or i guess the ability to travel i should say i'll uh, awesome. do my best to keep getting invited yeah please do buddy i would love to hang out <laughs> at an event I, I gotta see some dota people it's been too long i'm going through withdrawal because it, yeah. it's like 
I've only done remote Dota events. You know, like I did the last two seasons of DPC, but that was all remote. I haven't been to a physical yep. Dota event in. I mean, it's cra- crazy time now. I've lost track because of COVID. Well, like three years or something. I mean, it's, yeah, it's bananas. I, mean, I did Singapore in December before COVID, like right before COVID the first time, obviously. And that was my last event before TI. Where's I didn't know if media? I would get invited to TI, honestly, because I hadn't traveled to any lands. Yeah, come on. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, right. Cats Grand Finals. Like, okay, I guess I'm good. Yeah, you're, you're in oh, there. So I'm doing all right. So uh, I'm looking back at my Liquipedia page. So 2020 offsite commentator, offsite commentator. Is Midas Mode 2 the last event that I did with Dota people? So October 2019. So Holy is that shit. two and a half Maybe. years? Is that what that would be? Yeah, that might be it. I think it is. Yeah, it definitely is. Because all the other stuff I did was online. Yep. And then Damn, before that's that, actually yeah. crazy. After so many years of like just doing it, I mean, yeah, it was weird for me even just going to TI for the first time and just not having seen anyone in forever because they'd all been doing like DPC together too. Yeah. So I hadn't seen anyone like forever. So that was pretty nice. I'm looking at that talent list. Fuck, man, what a what a wild. What a wild group of talent. Midas mode <laughs> too. See, that's that the that's the secret, kids. You know, if you're not sure if you can execute, then you just quadruple down on going big. And then you can say, hey, listen, we did the first live VR integration where a fan got to have an impact on a professional grade Dota 2 match. That is like, dude. You know Ice Frog was watching that shit. Like that that is just such a like whether it blows up or not, you're like, well, how the fuck's that gonna work? And it, it kind of worked. It, you know, but the VR Roche was was real. When he like perma bashed them the first time they went into Roche, that was so funny. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it like <laughs> and that's it, and they're just there wailing away as hard as they can, trying to kill their favorite players. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to be super perfect or successful for it to be a win because it's just so crazy and new and unprecedented. So I don't know. I'm I am kind of proud of that. Like Moonduck did some cool shit. It is still really cool to be able to say that even to date, we did the only event that wasn't captain's mode on a, the professional circuit for dpc yeah. points we have the only event that wasn't the main mode the captain's draft that's that's fucking cool we might have lost a hundred thousand dollars on that event or whatever <laughs> but you know what it was for something thank you buddy you yeah. helped me <laughs> i didn't either suns fan did really when i say we helped us fan. all thank you thank suns you fan. i remember i remember at the end after i sent him like all the money or he was just kind of like that's it. And then, like, eventually we did make him whole, but it took us years, right? We had to do like Midas mode two and stuff to, like, you know, grind that money back. Yeah. I remember him just saying, like, but there's still so much on my credit card. <laughs> Meaning, like, well, I, I'm sorry, man. I don't, uh, we're in a pickle. The startup <laughs> life isn't as fun as I thought it would be. That's weird. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm uh, I mean, I got uh, offers after TI about like asked what I wanted to do. And I basically just said to everyone, I would like to work remote for the first season, definitely. And then we'll see moving forward. But now with Omicron and shit, like I have been offered the ability to do all three seasons remote from home. So wow, there's a chance that that happens for me. Mr. Big Stuff. I'm the Mr. grand Mr. Big stuff. Yes, yes. I, I, I pulled that thing as fast as I could. I was like, I want the money. And I want the not leaving my kids. 
You got to lock so, it in, dude. You got to lock yeah. it in. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I locked that shit down. So, it's uh, good. Yeah, we're, uh, oh, you probably don't even know. I'm having another kid. Oh, really? Number wow. three. Ah, wow. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop, baby. It's a lot of peas in that pod. Man, you're going to have, have a whole Dota team and you have like a dog sled team. You got, you got a whole, like, you, you, you've got a volleyball team already. So that's great. Congratulations. Well, penis, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a girl here. We're doing our best. Ah, I see. Well, I don't know. Just pray for me. Pray for me that it'll wind up being a girl. Yeah, I, I don't I know. Need, you know, I'll, I'll send I mean, you. Let me just try and get the balance. I mean, I, I don't want to send you too much of my feminine energy, but I'll, I'll spare what I can. <laughs> okay. Either way, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all good. It's good. I, uh, I'm glad that I still get to do a little bit of like forward facing and talent work. You know, it is like it's a little stressful doing communications and somehow I've kind of become a face of Axie a little bit. I guess it's it was inevitable. I have a recognizable face these days. So that's uh, you, know. you stand out a little bit more than the uh, the standard yeah. uh, dev, especially if I keep taking cute pictures on rocks like that. Did you see that picture I took? Dude, that Did was you see insane. That thing? Didn't that look that like, like a fairy tale? That would be when you walk past like some store in the mall and you're just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, like, dude. You're like, that model looks really cool. That's the first thing I thought when I saw it. I was just like, damn, that's a sick photo. And that was like, like a happy accident almost. Like I, I think we went up the ante a little bit. Like I'm kind of just practicing and it's, it's really fun. And it's when you do it in the cold like that, it really is like an adrenaline rush. And you kind of like a lot of people were asking me, what were you thinking about when you like made that face? Like, I wasn't thinking about anything. It's weirdly meditative. Like you just get in this zone of like, I don't know, you're just present, you know, and it's like you want it to be over as quickly as possible. So you just like think sexy, think sexy, think sexy. All right, it's over. Like it's <laughs> you, like, you get so cold, you don't realize how cold you are until you start to warm up. You, you know what I mean? Yes. A, no, I do know what you mean. It's a wild feeling, but it does make you feel alive. It's cool. Good, having good. fun out there dude yeah that's what it's all about uh, that little that little. i can tell i can tell you i will say time. since we're talking about dresses though dating is a little bit hard and i keep having this problem where anytime i go out with a male friend people just assume that we're a couple and i feel bad for my straight friends that are just hanging out with me like like stewart you know the guy that works for us at yeah, sky mavis yeah. hey if we just go get a beer as buds like you know we, we on new year's eve a couple of bears did come up to us like legitimate fucking bears and they were very nice but they were very like hey pearl guy what's up oh hey non-pearl guy what's up and they were telling us all about the gay bars and like all sorts of other bear activities in the area and it was adorable but like you know total misread of the situation and uh yeah i don't know man i, I need to signal to women that i'm interested even though i'm wearing women's clothes i need to i need like an <laughs> i'm i i like women label or something it's it's a real struggle like I said, I more feel bad for my friends. I don't really care that much because I'll just say something about it. But I feel bad for yeah. the folks that aren't as outgoing that just get roped into my fucking... I'm like a... I have a gravity, dude. You just get sucked into my <laughs> vortex. It's, it's tough out there. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to do? So where uh, are you flying off anywhere else soon? No, or any plans for travel? I'm no? trying to chill out a little bit, but um, you know, like most of our company is rooted in Vietnam. That's where all the devs and the product team are hanging out. So we do want to do a big team building thing in Vietnam as soon as we can, and we're hoping Ooh. that like that will open up sometime pretty soonish. So that that might be on the radar. I think I'm gonna fly home for a family birthday for just like a quick like long weekend in uh, North Carolina. 
and uh to the compound yeah yeah go check out the fan. How, how is the compound dude is it's like yeah it was it's, in a, progress it's a compound we it's it's a it's a thing it's a giant structure uh it's cool my <laughs> my whole family is just like recongregated from new jersey to north carolina and they all said they weren't going to move close to each other and they all live like they found a small town just like the one we lived in in new jersey and they all live on opposite sides of the same town and it's I'm like the black sheep that's like, I'm not coming to North Carolina. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to visit as much as I, I can. I can. It's it's good. It's fun. It's good fun. That's um, comical. But, yeah, it's funny how, like, they it just talk about gravity, man. Uh, but outside of that, no. I, I do want to um, actually, like, you know that game EVE Online? Mm-hmm. So, like, their developers based in Iceland, uh, CCP. And they yep. do Eve Fan Fest, and there's yes. one coming yeah. up in May. And I, I've never played Eve, but I, I met one of the guys from CCP, and they seem like a, just a really cool like game studio and like a really cool group. And yeah. I would love an excuse to go back to Iceland and be able to go like attend an event. And they you know. just announced a thing about NFTs as well. I Did saw they? It on Steam. Yeah, it was on Steam. It, well, I had, used to play Eve, so I still get their little updates sometimes. There was sure, some sure. notice about them selling. Or some some thing with with NFTs, so oh, I they're getting that. in there now. Now's your time. Yeah, they're. Um, it, it's cool to talk to somebody too. Like he kind of had the same same vibe with Dota, where he was just like, "Yeah, it's a hard game, hard to get into. Like the UX isn't great." I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's. If you've never played, I don't know if I would start now." He's like, "That's what people say about Eve too." Like, ah, okay, we got that's something true. Cool. That is definitely what I would say about Eve. Yeah, but it's also a very very good game. Yeah, I, I I wish that I had started playing just a little bit though, because it is. I feel like I don't have the context to understand the gravity of some of the cool shit. Like it's easy when they go, "Yeah, look, I, ten million dollars was destroyed in this battle," but like it'd be cool to actually understand the details of it a little bit more and a more. Apparently, yeah. the last time I played it, I only played for thirty hours, and I played more longer ago than twenty fourteen. So it was a very long time ago. Wow, I would have been in. You know, I was like first year university was the last time I remember playing it. And I just remember getting a ship and trading stuff, and then someone tried to kill me, and then a big guy came and saved me, and then he gave me all the loot from the guy trying to kill me. It was hype. Wow. It was like like Buzz Lightyear just coming in to save me. Whoa. <laughs> it's a good game. That's wild. Yeah. It was like the equivalent uh, of you were like a wow low level, and someone just yeah, saves you. That's so that, cool. That's what happened. There was there was a rogue trying to gank level fives, and then a bigger guy came out of the shadows. I and love saved that. Me. Yeah, that's amazing. Um. I do have to roll out before too long, but I did want to ask. Yeah, uh, Smash is uh, on on its way, right? Because Hyper like never, N- Nintendo actually just like acknowledged that Smash yeah. is like a thing, and it's competitive. Like Melee might actually be a thing that is going to f- get future proofed if they embrace it for what it is. Is that? I mean, I, am they I right? Must have figured out at this point that Melee can't die. It's. Uh, do you know what? I'm so confident in Melee. I bought a, a GameCube, a Melee disc, a CRT. Off Kijiji, which is like Craigslist here the other day. I got it for 160 bucks, by the way, which is an absolute That's a, steal. That is a steal. Holy shit, dude. A fucking melee disc is like $70 in the condition this melee disc is in. Because like it's never gonna die. Like melee is I'm gonna be playing this game in 20 years. I need a backup system. Like, I already God got it was one a system. Popular game, so they printed a bunch of the discs. They're not that I rare, know. you know. I think I have yeah, one somewhere. Unless hold on to that thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let it go. Should, like, I need to diversify my investments. I've got too many NFTs. Should I start like stocking up on melee discs? Just order a you 10 really pack? You really should. That's yeah. not a bad idea. Okay. You know what? You're, now my brain's tickling. 
it's uh yeah it's uh recognized by nintendo they're sponsoring that tournament series and then um a big uh major just got canceled because of covid but uh ludwig the famous mm-hmm. streamer man who recently moved to youtube still loves melee so huh. now he's running a 30k online tournament next weekend too wow just for na that's cool I started playing Peach in Melee a little bit because I got tired of Fox Dittos. Peach is hype. That's pretty cool. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you branching out. Man, things, yeah, look at me. things really are you, changing. Things change when you, when you go around. You know? Dude, I have another kid. I'm learning Peach. I'm what sure you I saw the, the news today as well. Fucking uh, Blizzard Activision getting bought by Microsoft. That I, Honest to God, that number just blew my mind. 70 like, billion? Bil- billion? That comparison people were using of like... They bought Disney bought Star Wars for four billion. It's just when you put it into that perspective, that's insane. But it is a lot like Activision Blizzard. That's a pretty oh, wide like I I kind of get it. In sports call of dude, like it's it's so much beyond just like the financial value. It's like yeah. okay, if you think if they wanted to actually compete with Steam, is that this is like a serious stepping stone. I mean, I think so. And th- they said like in the announcement that it's it's like metaverse targeted. I think it's more of a, a play against meta, like Facebook and that giant. Because don't forget, Facebook has a big gaming wing. That's like a huge mm-hmm. part of their like operation. So yeah. I actually kind of think that it it's... Um, I don't know. I, it, I, it'll be interesting to see how all this shakes out. Like, And it's interesting because I, Blizzard was in such shaky territory and now it's getting lumped in. It's like... Uh, it's just like the the way they did the mortgages, you know. You, you get a couple triple yep. A's, you get yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. B's, and then they yeah, just d- dump an F in there, and you mix it together, and it averages out to like uh, double A. I gotta yeah. rewatch that. <laughs> the Big <laughs> Short, dude. We watched it over yeah. Christmas. It's so fucking good. It's uh, it's that classic. Basic. Yeah, I don't if know. You're not wrong though. Uh, I don't know the best thing. I mean, if you're still playing WoW, like you said, I feel like this is gonna save the shit out of WoW. Like, put WoW. WoW is definitely going on Game Pass. Is there any question about that? Oh, I think you're totally right. Yeah. I, like, they're going to put that thing on Game Pass and they're going to pump up the they're microtransactions. They're going to bundle it all. Yeah, definitely. I think they're going like, to try to unify it. Get the money in the game, not from subscription. It, it's either going to work out really well or it's going to be a total disaster. I, I'm not sure. And it's just like with NFTs, it's like, I think like 90, 95 maybe even percent of crypto is hot garbage. So, like, yes. While I do believe fundamentally like NFTs and like Truth. blockchain can really help shit, most people are fucking it up and not doing like anything useful with it. So like Dude, let you know. me tell you, there is no slander of you on my watch. If I ever hear anything about like NFTs or something like, oh yeah, and sorry, I would do that. I'm like, you listen to me here, you little shit. I already yeah. believes what he's doing. He knows the garbage. Because one time I saw one of your Twitter things where like some guy was asking you a question and your response was like, listen, man, if you look at this and you see how expensive this is and the price seems going up, well, maybe this isn't the time for you to get into axes. I'm like, <laughs> realist motherfucker right here. This is why. Yeah. This is why. I, like, It's too rare. It's, it's sad that that's like a rare trait in the crypto space. Yeah. And that's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's cool. Like I, I definitely found a tribe of people that are, you know, very aligned and there are like a lot of really smart people that are coming into the builder side and uh yeah, it's great. And hopefully that will help help create some of the exodus of the garbage. But uh yeah, there's a lot of new uh, games coming out on the uh the old blockchain and I think a lot of them are going to be, you know, I heard some stat that something like a thousand new games get made every month just like in general like that's how much like video games get funding and come out and a lot of them make enough money that they're kind of worth it even though you've never heard of them just like on app stores or to targeted regions um but a lot of them just totally flop and it's 
it's actually insane the amount of games that are created and the amount of resources that go into pretty shitty games that nobody really plays in mass and just kind of like go under after X amount. Like Lineage 2, that game that I was playing, yeah, you, you can't still play that shit, dog. It's done. It's just, it's over, you know? You just paid to win a game that ended. You, you bought a book, you read the book, and the book was done. And that book had microtransactions. And it was glowy. Okay. Do you know what's insane is that there's a game that I was like excited for for it to come out because it's a Shovel Knight game, which is like one of my favorite IPs that exists. And it's like a, a puzzle game. And I was like, wow, this looks like it's going to be really good. And like, it probably sells well on Nintendo. It came out on Steam. Uh, it came out, oh, Jesus, when? December 12th? December 13th. All right. It's average players yesterday on Steam was, uh, it peaked at 17. What, is that, po- that's got to be like a typo or like a broken API. Nope. How, nope. How, 17? How much does it cost? Nope like nothing it's been averaging like 30 people a day for like i don't know months and it's like a good game it's not expensive it's like 30 bucks or something or that's less. St- okay i mean that's still like a, a game but that i mean that's like that's crazy right. numbers that's i think what's what's kind of crazy to me is that there's just so many games like i never would have thought yeah. that a game of a recognizable ip by a respected studio could be on steam and just no one i know plays it yeah I, and like I, everyone I, I talked to has never even heard of it, and I'm just like, yeah, it's a really good game. That's the that's the point that we're at though. The saturation is crazy, and it's like the wave was coming with the NFT stuff. Like once, you know, like everything else, nobody wants to be the first, nobody wants to be the last. So once there's some proof of concept, yeah, exactly. and everybody shows up trying to get a chunk of the pie. And traditional games are the exact same, exact same way. You know, um, it's interesting. <laughs> we live in a really interesting time for games. It's uh, well, you're leading the charge, my friend. Trying to, it's uh, it's it's wild over here. We'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, no, this is fun. We we got to make this like a, a quarterly podcast. I like that I cadence, agree. dude. Once every That's three good. months, we'll ch- we'll check yeah, in. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll it alive. It yeah, it's perfect. Um, well, good right. catch up. Buddy. Cool man. Enjoy your podcast later. Yeah, you too. I will. Thank you. I'm gonna okay. roll right into it. I uh, I I'll hope we'll get you, to uh, cross paths. Yeah, I'll call you when the baby shows up. It'll be like May. The yeah, baby, that'll be about the right time. No, that'll be perfect. And that's yeah, a, we'll I won my last two Dota games. games, so who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll try to get in a pub a week or something. It is a really good oh, way just go. to to unplug, for better or for worse. It is, it's it's a reset of a of sort. As Charlie used to say, it's a release. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the KBBQ strat right there. That's what that is. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. All, All right. right, everybody. Well, have Thank a have great. a good one. Take care. Yeah. See you later, bud. Catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bum, bum. <laughs>